You're listening to Super Power Up with multidimensional master, superpower expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Tonya Donrekla. If you're ready to disrupt reality, then sit down, strap in, and prepare to experience the show that proves there is no spoon. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert. And as always, I'm very excited for this show. You know, this show lights me up. I, I love talking to new people and exciting people and people who are walking their walk and talking their talk and have the courage to do that, folks. I know so many of you are sitting in that space of like, I, I, I know I need to get out there. I, I know that I have this, this, this mission. I know that I've been given this advice and I know I'm supposed to be following it. And it's super frightening. And I get that. I really do. Like it takes so much courage to walk your path. And the irony is, is that once you do, when you get some cellular comment, like you take a step and you realize you, you didn't die and nobody killed you. And it was like, it was okay. And then you take another step and it gets easier and easier and easier and easier. And so I love these interviews where we can uplift people who are clearly walking their path to show you like it is okay. It is absolutely okay to show up in your hugeness and your brilliance and your bigness. And for sure, there are people that are going to balk about that. But so what? Like, let them bounce off of you, right? That you don't you don't have to be in the experience of that. And there are techniques that we can teach you that, that, of how to do that. But but if nothing else, learn from the fact that there are people doing it, and they're still here. They're still walking the world. They're they're still doing their stuff, and it's totally okay. And not only that, but they're having fun, and they have families, and they have spouses, and they have children, and they uh, they 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 live life just like you do just perhaps with a little bit more clarity and divine inspiration. And so that to me encompasses our guest today. Um, <laughs> I'm laughing because we could take this conversation in probably about a thousand different directions. But what I really want to focus on today is that we have Pratip Sangha with us and he talks about the male entrepreneur. Now, that may seem like, okay, so what? Like the male entrepreneur, there's female entrepreneurs and there's male entrepreneurs. But, but unless you've really walked this path, I don't know that you can fully appreciate just what it takes to come out and say, this is the population I want to work with. This is who I'm being drawn to work with. This is who I'm being called to work with. This is who I know I can assist in the biggest way possible because, and, and I don't want to put words in his mouth. So we'll ask him here in a second. But for us, at least there, there were a number of times where it was like, the fear is, well, if we super niche down, then, then what, right? What we miss out on all this other opportunity. And, and I know that that's a really natural part of a lot of entrepreneurs journeys. However, the irony is, is that super niching down is your business explodes, right? So, so when I, when I got the call for superpowers, it was that way. And it was like, first of all, that's crazy. Like who does superpowers and that's asinine and Marvel's got that covered. We, we don't need to do that. And what's happened is it gives somebody, people start to build a box inside their minds about where to put you. It makes referring easy. It makes relationship building easy. It makes it very clear. It's kind of like when you finally say, um, I don't know about you, but I had a hard time as a kid choosing a favorite animal or a favorite color or whatever. Like it just felt too limiting, right? I was a little bit not cool with um, commitment at that stage. And the, but, but once you do, it's like, then everybody identifies you with that. Right. And that's part of our fears. Entrepreneurs is we're going to get pigeonholed, but your business does need to get pigeonholed. And I think that Pradeep is a great example of what that looks like. And so I'm going to stop talking about him and instead talk with him. If you'll join me in welcoming him to the show. Welcome Pradeep. Hey, thanks, Tonya. I appreciate uh, the opportunity to be on your show. Uh, well, we appreciate you coming here. And and so before we dive into kind of the ins and outs and the whys and everything else, and I'd imagine it'll come up 
when I ask this question, some of it at least. Um, let's go with what are your superpowers? Well, yeah, that's a, that's a loaded question. So my superpower <laughs> is, is really helping men. And it's helping men find their path. It's helping men live to a higher purpose and really creates a more, what I would say, fulfillment and peace in their life. So a lot of men are focused on success and achievement, but my superpower is really helping them live a more fulfilling life and a more abundant life. So that comes in a number of different ways. I, I specifically focus with entrepreneurs because I see the challenges that men face in business and how that impacts them. So my superpower is I have a bunch of business strategy and tactics background. That is traditionally my background is business and strategy. But then I also have the other side, which is really the life skills. And, you know, you and I talked about the neuroscience and the psychology behind it. And so being able to blend the two together, because there's a lot of coaches out there that coach on the life side, and there's coaches that coach on the business side, but there's very few that have the have both sides of the equation to help individuals in business. And that's what I like to think that I bring to the table here. Well, and I would add on to that. There's very few who are actually living that. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, you look at your very impressive resume and you've got some really boring things in there, like financial <laughs> management and business operations, right? The things that it's like, I think when people get into the entrepreneur thing, they, we like to forget about because it's like, oh, find your passion and make money at it. And it's like, uh, you know, business is very formulaic. It's like <laughs> finances are very formulaic and nobody really wants to talk about that piece of it. But what I find is that if you're not willing to talk about and, and, and address those pieces and do that, that aspect of the work, then, then it doesn't work. And, and you do. I mean, fulfillment is, is near impossible in that space because there are certain things that aren't being attended to in the business. And, you know, it's one thing to say you want to live a fulfilling life, but it's another thing to say you want to build a livelihood that allows you to lead a fulfilling life. And now you've put yourself in, in, in the position of, you know, now having to become kind of a business expert, at least for your business. And I don't think that the industry is being honest with people about that. So I appreciate that you are. I appreciate that you're coming out and saying, look, like, yes, it can be about fulfillment and all these other things. But with your background, um, I'd imagine uh, that those strategies also incorporate that because without it, a lot of dissatisfied people. Oh, absolutely. You can talk to people about living a fulfilling life and growing their business, but unless you can show them the strategy and, and you, you're bang on when it comes to the finances, because one of the things I realized early on in working with entrepreneurs is that a lot of them really sucked at their finances and they were doing <laughs> great from, from everything from a sales and marketing perspective, but on the back end, they were bleeding money. And, I was, and I, it took me a while to figure it out because that was one of the... I would say mid or last topics I would talk about, but I soon figured out that, okay, no, I got I to gotta talk about this right up front and say, mm. how are your finances? How are you managing it? Because I, <laughs> I, I actually ended up in some pretty, I would say not bad situations. You learn from it, but situations where clients couldn't even pay me because they, I didn't find out until a few months in that they were in such a bad financial spot. Well, and, and so, and but that, that bull, that, that takes some cojones there to jump in like right away and go, so let's talk about money um, because it's, it, it, there is a perception, especially in the do good space, especially in the, um, what we call the woo woo spaces or the spiritual spaces or the business development spaces or the consulting, like all, like everybody's got this pie in the sky dream, right? That's why they, they, they leave their jobs and they, they burn their ships and they burn their bridges and they do all these things because aha, they're going to take this stand and become entrepreneurs. And, and, and it's great. Jump off the cliff. That's fine. You, you better have some support or some sensibility along the way if, if you plan to catch yourself. And so 
that that component I, I I go back to I think it's really being left off and 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 I do want to get into the fulfillment and the psychology and all the fun superpower stuff so nobody freak out we're not just going to talk mm-hmm. about finances and business but we have to right we have to say that if you don't have that as a solid strong foundation all of your efforts are for naught and I I see the same thing you do a lot of people are kind of fizzling out you know they get the influencer status or they get the numbers they they go they go after the fun sexy stuff but there's no back in. Now, I can't tell you the number of people that come to us and are like, oh, where should I put my podcast? I'm like, well, why do you have one? Like, what's your business strategy? Well, what do you mean? Like, well, where are you, what are you doing it for? Like, what's the point? Like, what are you building into? What are you funneling into? What's your convergence model? Like, what are you selling? You know, and, and it's, they, 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 they want to do the fun, superficial stuff. Um, and so I appreciate that you're willing to have those conversations. I think they're important. Yeah, very important because the the marketing and the sales is the sexy and the fun stuff. It's the back end that really is the the foundation of a business, as you mentioned, the operational components. Yeah, I think I'm not normal because I actually like that piece. Like, <laughs> I love. I, 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 we were we were joking in our marriage. I was like, dude, if we could systemize sex and have like a like, I would absolutely <laughs> process and systemize sex because it's like it's addictive, right? You start, you start uh, outsourcing and processing and systemizing and things are running smoothly. It's like, Ooh, what else can we do this with? And what else can we do this with? And that of course creates its own fair share. Like you, you know, automation and systems are, are great, but you, you know, the people part and the oversight and management, like we get into that all day long, but I love that aspect of it. Like I love when you can kind of look at it and break it down to like the simplest components and that's what we did with the podcast is we actually created like the McDonald's of podcasting, right? Put pickle here, right? And, and we mm-hmm. broke it down to the, the smallest task possible, which was how we were able to scale it as, as well as we did and as quickly as we did. Um, but that kind of stuff lights me up. And I, I, like I said, I may, there may be a flaw in my code to uh, <laughs> quote my daughter there. Um, anyway, so, so I wanna, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, I want to dive into like this, this concept of the male entrepreneur and um, the fact that you even have the audacity to think that men want fulfillment, right? Like that's, that's, that's weird. That's like, we don't talk about that, which of course men want fulfillment, but that's never really been the leading dialogue, right? Men want, mm-hmm. like you said, success or achievement. And so I love the fact that you call that out before we jump into the break though, let's share with people where they can go to find out more about you. Cause I'm sure you've intrigued them already at this point. Yeah. The simplest, easiest way is the uh, www.themaleentrepreneur.com. Easy peasy. I like it. All right, folks, stick with us. When we come back, we're going to talk with Pradeep about this mission of his and about why he's diving in or has dove into it and is doing so well with it. And what the, um, what we're going to give you some actually actionable kind of things you can start thinking about, um, whether you're a male entrepreneur, you know, a male entrepreneur, some of you are like, man, I wish my husband was listening to this. And so we'll, you know, we'll give you a little bit of food for thought on that. Um, but we're talking today with Pradeep saying uh, we're talking about inspiring male entrepreneurs. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back, folks. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master 
master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you are ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to the Superpower Up Network here, and we are talking with Pradeep Sangha today about inspiring male entrepreneurs. He's at themaleentrepreneur.com, so make sure you check that out. All right. As promised, folks, because I, you know, I like to be an in integrity. We said that we were going to talk about this mission of yours and how you even came to, oh, I want to work with male entrepreneurs. Like, like how... <laughs> What, I mean, with your background and, and, and with everything that you bring to the table, what inspired that? Well, well where do I start? So I can, I can tell you the beginning was really since I was 17, I was, I was a personal trainer. So I was always into helping other people transform their lives and actually live a better life. It just so happened that I fell in love with my high school sweetheart and I was with her for about a decade and things just fell apart. Our relationship just, we went separate ways and that just broke me apart. And I really sat down and I said, what led to the failure of our relationship? And that's when I started studying the psychology of, of relationships and men and women and some of the differences in how relationships are. They kind of led from there to me being in the corporate world. I was an executive and I literally, I was an executive, very successful, but I was very unfulfilled. I was on paper living the dream. I have a beautiful wife. I had a young child at that time, but I was totally unfulfilled and not happy whatsoever. And I had this burning desire inside of me because I grew up in a family business. We grow apples and cherries and a business was always a part of my life. And I had a yearning and I remember this moment. It was almost like it was yesterday. I, I don't know the exact age. I was around maybe seven or eight or nine years old. I was playing on the driveway with Hot Wheels at that time. And this thought Came in, it came into my mind that I want to be a business owner of my own business, helping people and making this world a better place. And that's always kind of stuck with me and stuck with me with, to a point when I was an executive, I literally just walked into work one day and quit. And I said, I was done. At that time, I just so happened I was actually coaching entrepreneurs on the side and, and I would get questions here and there and saying, you know, Pradeep, I'm having some business troubles and Actually, maybe they didn't ask at the beginning. I kind of gave my advice because I would hear people talking about the troubles they would have in their business. And I kind of said, maybe you should try doing this. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of built a reputation in my social circle and it kind of spread from there of being able to help entrepreneurs. And once I quit the corporate world, I was kind of like, okay, oh no, like what do I do now? <laughs> because I was in the finance space and it's actually a really small world because when I left, mm -hmm. Uh, I, I didn't realize this until after they weren't very happy and I just, because they thought I was dedicated to them for life and just the, the word spread. And I kind of, I did burn all bridges at that time, but it was probably the best thing that I could have done because it forced me to move forward. And I started, I started my business full time coaching and one thing led to another and I've always had this deep yearning to help men because I've seen the challenges that men face in their, in their lives. My father was a, such an amazing person, a loving man, but he had his own challenges as an entrepreneur. He faced alcoholism. Um, he had some bad habits. And I just saw the challenges that he had in terms of the relationship with my mother. He was always a great father and loving but he went through a lot of challenges. And I said, I just don't want to see other men face those challenges, especially when they don't need to. And for men, 
we don't have the support network that women do. And then very honestly, there's a lot of female entrepreneur groups, a lot of female groups out there in general, but very few for men. And it just organically led me to the path where I was helping more and more men, not just on the business side. So this is where you and I, I think, have some, some similarities in our path is I would go into, into this environment trying to help entrepreneurs on the business and the strategies. And I soon realized that 80% of the work that I was doing was on the psychology side was on the mindfulness side, was getting them to a point which I call, uh, which I really focus on is a self-mastery, aligning them internally with their energy, their thoughts, and their emotions to be able to take the business strategies and tactics and be effective because I can give two men the exact same business strategies and tactics and one will completely outperform the other one. And it's all based on their internal environment. And I just became more and more intrigued And it just, and I really openly said, oh my God, like there's this huge niche, there's this huge gap. And, and honestly, a lot of men are stubborn too. No one wants to admit that they need help, especially (laughs) entrepreneurs. They don't want to. So you kind of have to pry it out of them, but there's something else that, that really accelerated what I'm doing right now and, and has put me at this point right now, which is the movement that we've seen with this whole concept of toxic, toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. and how men are being masculine now, it's almost a negative. And I've seen a lot of people suffer. This actually started two decades ago when I, when I came out of that failed relationship. I was talking to a lot of um, the top relationship uh, psychologists at that time, and they started to tell me about the shift that was happening in society. So I started to follow, and lo and behold, it actually started to become more and more true, where men are having a tough time right now with their own masculinity. And a lot of men don't feel like they can really express themselves from a masculinity standpoint. Therefore, they're holding it in. It's causing frustration. It's causing challenges in their business. And ultimately, what's happening is it's impacting their ability to be in a healthy and a very successful, passionate, fulfilling relationship with their spouse. And then it's impacting the way they're raising their children. Well, I would say it's even bigger than that. I think that it's, it's a complete redefinition so the, the, you know, feminine energy, the, the women's movement, all that stuff, like it had decades to flesh itself out in its complexities and its intricacies. And we saw so many faces of, of the feminine come forward and we all got to play in that and got to experience it and, and then reel against it and then not want it and the Me Too movie, like all of this stuff is happening. But, but regardless of where you fell in the, those conversations, the conversations were happening yes. and they haven't happened yet. They are starting to, for men... Um, but this is this is huge, and and I I think that your timeline's spot on because it was in the mid '90s that I was studying this stuff and really diving into it um, in in a bachelor's program and a graduate program, and so that I think your your two decades thing is, is is pretty spot on, and I there was a pretty significant shift around that timeline that opened this up, but you're just scratching the surface. Um, you know, and, and we ladies listen up, like, like we've had a moment now you're still stuck and you're still working through your stuff. I get it. But there is a big call. Like we have to be able to hold this container for that male dialogue. And it scares the crap out of a lot of us and we don't like it. And we don't like to think that they're weak and we don't, but we don't really like them when they're being strong and we got all this crap that goes along with it, but that's ours to deal with, right? It's our turn to hold that container and let that conversation start to unfold because you all have to have that con. We can't have it for you. We certainly have our ways that we want you to be, but it's, it's up to you all what that's going to look like and how you're going to flesh all of those nuances out. 
Um, so I, I applaud you, uh, yeah, first and you. foremost, uh, on behalf of men and women everywhere and, and, and children. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate that. It was a, it was an interesting time when I decided to create the brand, the, the male entrepreneur, and I came out with it uh, very specifically. Um, and it was it was it was very interesting to see what happened at first because I got a, a lot of challenge on both sides in terms of both men and women. <laughs> shocking. <laughs> yeah, very shocking. But I also got a ton, a ton of support and a ton of praise. I can tell you right now, which is the most interesting thing with, you, you see my logo, which is, is um, the, the logo symbol is a lion, mm-hmm. the face of a lion. And it's meant to be in, in the shape of a shield because it's about being noble. It's being about protective um, and, and strength. And I had more men challenge me on the concept of, of the male entrepreneur than I had women, which was mm-hmm. the most in- interesting part. I had even my uh, own. Friend. I could have told you that. I could have told you that was going to happen. Yeah, it was. Inter- I think it's great. I even had my own friends, which which solidified the direction that I was moving in. I said, "Okay, this is actually really true." Because I had my own friends say to me, "Pretty, I love your logo. I love your T-shirts. I love everything, and I would love to get one." But I have female clients, and I just don't know how they're going to take it. Yep. And I just said, "Okay, I'm on to something." Because men are afraid of being men. And this was very interesting. So I just kind of, I haven't looked back now. And I see uh, the most important thing for me is really having open dialogue and having context behind this. Because I think, you know, when the pendulum swings, it needs to swing in a healthy way. And it needs to be based on dialogue. And it needs to be based on what I call mindfulness. And that's why I talk about men need to be alpha males, but they need to be mindful alpha males. That is the most important thing is be mindful in terms of where you stand, your position, how you're actually interacting with the world and the impact that you're having. And mm-hmm. so that's my message. And it's starting to get out there. You're absolutely right. It is it's scratching the surface. We have people like mm-hmm. Jordan Peterson, for example. He's actually not too far from here that expressing his views in a certain viewpoint. I don't agree with everything that he says, uh, but I do believe that people need to have the conversation because if people are afraid of having the conversation, we're not going to make any progress. Uh, surprising I have a ton of women that reach out and say thank you so much because men need this they see it themselves and I think underlying some of the women out there want their men to stand up more for themselves well and I would I would amend that and say you have a a lot of developed women in in confident secure women who are applauding you because it's threatening to um, any of us anytime we have insecurities like we it's a threat and there's a couple pieces that you mentioned that I want to make sure the audience really picks up on. And first of all, if you're waiting for everyone to agree with you folks before you do something, you're, you're never going to do it. Mm-hmm. Secondly, sometimes our friends are the last to see it and the last to agree. And, and you, you can't, friends and family, like you, they're the ones that remember all the times you fell on your face. And they're the ones that remember that your shit stinks too. And they're the ones that remember all these other things. And it's like, you just can't let that get to you because, and, and my experience was exactly the same. Leaving government was, I left less than 30 days before I made tenure, told I was crazy, told it was nuts. You don't do, first of all, nobody leaves the spy world, right? You just don't do it. <laughs> and, and the animosity that I had, I mean, that's a small community as well. And there were, there was a lot of really bad, I mean, almost to the point of like death threats after it. And it was nuts. And I was like, because I just want to do my own thing. Like, it's just ridiculous. But there's this, there, there, there are, there, 
and uh, you know, because we deal in multidimensionality and superpowers and all this other stuff is that there are forces at play, right? I'm not, I'm not really the Satan devil, dark forces type of gal, but, but there are internal checks and balances that we put in place for ourselves that manifest in the projection to challenge us and make sure that we're going to have the cellular confidence to really walk through those gauntlets and those rites of passage, because you need those abilities on the other side. You need that confidence. Like, like every time you go up a layer and up a layer and up a layer, you need that, that rub, right? You need that friction. And so we, we create that, right? I don't, I don't think Dormammu is out there plotting to get us all, but the, um, but there is value in having those people be in your environment and having the conviction to walk anyway and to keep going. And so, so if you think that you're the only one experiencing those hiccups and those, those obstacles and people not supporting you, then, then you're not listening to, you know, the over 500 episodes that we've done on this network. Like, like everybody who walks their path has those experiences. Um, and so I think it's important to, to get those little nuggets out of there. Your story is so rich with um, so much, so much wealth of information about where we're sitting right now and what's important. And, but, but most importantly, What's it look like to walk that path and to do so with grace? And I, I you know, I, you call it mindfulness. And, um, and I would add on to that. There's, there's a real, um, you know, robust wholeness to you that allows you to be in that. And, and, and I don't know any other word other than to say grace in the sense of like, you know, it's like the benevolent ruler, right? You sit on the throne and, and you, you, but you can lead with your heart and your soul and, and your, and, and have that front and center and still be crazy powerful, like internally, like that's kind of the definition. So, you know, I, I love that you're embodying that. Yeah. Thank you. It's uh, sometimes it's not easy. You have your, I have my moments when, <laughs> when I'm just like, Oh no, you know, I get those comments and it's like, I got to deal with this again. Uh, yeah. and, and, I'm, and I am one of those guys that, you know, I tend to, I, I don't like it when people, when I upset people, but I'm just like, you know what, these, I just have to say it. Sorry. I can't hold back. Yeah, it, it gets easier. You yeah. know, it's like I remember there was a few years ago. I looked Justin, looked at Justin. I said, "Are you okay with you know people thinking that your wife's a bitch?" You know, and those were the words <laughs> I used because it was like it, it's not like I hadn't butted up against that before, and and it's certainly not my desire. You know, I would I think that the people who really really know me would would say otherwise and would attest to the compassion. But it's there is a um, like I said before, there's a there's an art to standing solidly in who you are and letting people bounce off of you. Mm -hmm. But it took a little bit for me to get to the place where, you know, I was very confident saying like, I don't sacrifice myself for anything at all. And it's, and, and it's not a power thing in terms of force or usurping. It's a solidity and being so clear in that, um, in that conviction, um, certainly when faced with new information, certainly flexible to say, Oh, you know, I screwed up there. Or I didn't, you know, all of that's part of that. Um, I think you said self master, we call it self dominion. Um, but it, it, it's a, it's a whole package. And I think that that's what your voice is doing in this dialogue. Um, you've got the outliers leaning too far in every direction and it takes a real art to hold the space in the middle and to invite, um, all aspects to dialogue and yet maintain the, um, multiplicity of things. And, and the, I mean, we are multidimensional beings and how do you, allow all of those voices to speak internally and externally um, to create that kind of clear messaging. And it's an art. Yes, exactly. 
but I don't know about you. I don't know any other way to get there other than to do it. So, you know, I, there, there's that piece too. And, and what I hear from you is that it's the encouraging people to do it. So I, pro- I promised a dangle. I promised, you know, to our audience, either to, to the women listening who, who, who know a male who can use it or, or to the men listening who are like, yeah, I'm that guy. I'm not really interested in saying I need some assistance. We're not going to out you. You know, that's cool. You can listen anonymously, but at least take some advice. And so what, what advice would you have for folks who, who could really use it right now, specifically in that male entrepreneur space? Well, the, f- the first thing is when you know that something is not right, you got to do something about it. And because mm-hmm. as men, the first thing that we're trained to do as, as men is ignore it. Use brute mm-hmm. force. Just blast through it, whatever that challenge is. <laughs> That's exa- I just got this image of Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My kids were actually watching that about three or four times yesterday. So I know that movie well. Uh, so it, it's, it's absolutely true. That's what we're trained to do. That's what we're brought up to do. Um, in an interesting way, because we're taught to do that, yet we're taught to that masculinity is, is in, in a lot of respects, is not that healthy. So it's, a, it's an interesting balance that's happening right now. But you know when something's not right. And so the first thing to do is acknowledge that. And, no, and especially as entrepreneurs, is we are so goal-focused in our business, we forget about the goals outside of our business. We forget about the goals that we should have in our relationship. We forget about the goals that we should have as a father or even as a mother. Uh, as a parent, those are important goals to have because men are goal-focused creatures. That's how we operate. And, but most of the time, 90, I can tell you 90, probably 9% of the time, most men's goals revolve around their business and finances, very little around their family and parenting. So having that balance is absolutely critical and actually sitting down and outlining and saying, Hey, look, well, what kind of goal do I have for my relationship? Sitting down with my partner, what kind of goal do I have with my kids? You know, for example, I just use a simple example that my goal, I, uh, after I'm done work and I have time with my kids in the evening, I'll set a goal and say, okay, I want to make my kids laugh for the next 10 minutes. That's my goal. Hmm. And so that's what I try to accomplish. And I'm focused on that. Otherwise, because if I don't do that, here's what we do. We end up focusing on what do I have to do for work next? How do I make mm-hmm. the next sale? You know what? Who's not working on my team? Someone just dropped the ball. How am I going to fix that tomorrow? So make sure you have a goal outside of your business. The other thing which I talk about, which a lot of guys don't really like to talk about, is emotions. And you have to work backwards and say, what kind of emotions? What do I want to feel on a day-to-day basis? So look 20 years down the road. What do I want to feel? Do I want to feel happy? Do I want to feel content on a daily basis? Do I want to feel um, passion? Do I want to feel adventure? And then work backwards mm. and say, what kind, of, what kind of lifestyle do I need to create to support that? And then what kind of business will support that lifestyle? Because I work with very successful men that are making a ton of money. But their business doesn't support their lifestyle to create the emotions that they want to feel. There's people out there that say, hey, look, I want to feel peace, yet I want to have a $300 million business. Well, (laughs) you know what? Those two might not go hand in hand. Not right away. (laughs) Yeah. You know, eventually you have have people, you know, you might be able to let it go. But you got to get that straight. So working backwards is very important. And, and especially, so, well, it's true. And especially with social media today, because guys are just as easily as influenced as women are. 
social media, social pressures. We're taught that we should have a so specific type of lifestyle, specific type of success. We should be making a certain amount of money. If it doesn't feel right for you, don't do it. If it doesn't feel like the life that you want to live, don't live it. That's what being a man is truly about, is being true to who you are, standing by your values and the life that you want to live by, that you want to have. And so, and, and keeping up with the Joneses is truly a disease these days. Well, and you said it earlier too. It was, it's like there, there's, or you alluded to it and then I took it off in a different tangent, but the, but the idea that you, you don't know what's going on, folks, like the grass is always greener thing. Like, it, come on. And social media just made it all that much worse, which is laughable. I love social media. It's such a great sociological experiment. And it's like, really, like, I think it's really giving us an opportunity to, to, to stake a claim and say, wait, what's important here. And, and it, and it makes the, um, it makes it that much easier to lose yourself. Like all of these movies coming out, like ready player one and all this stuff that you can lose yourself in those worlds. And that's fine. Like if that's what you choose to do, but it's a fictitious environment, like that's fine. But, but there are other ways to probably accomplish what, what you say you want and probably in, in diving around in social media isn't in alignment with that peace thing that you were talking about. Um, but I, I love that that's what you're talking about and, and encouraging people to look at that whole package. Um, and that's why I just, you know, I was having trouble not laughing about, actually, I didn't even bother not laughing about the whole, you know, <laughs> wanting cheese and why the 300 million or billion, whatever it is you think your vision is. It's like, uh, be careful what you ask for, <laughs> um, you know, and, and that, and it, it's a great example, folks, you know, our story, like, like, but we knowingly stepped into building this behemoth of an organization and, and we stepped in, uh, we dipped our toe in initially and we're like, wait, 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 we don't want this. Like at that time we were traveling full time. We were doing all this stuff. It's like, wait, why do we want a giant corporation? Like, are we sure that's what we wanted? And we were seeing the vision. And so it was hard to back off from that because the vision was so clear, but sometimes folks that vision is a not right now thing. Right. And so, so, so you got to play this game that Pradeep's talking about, like, wait, what do I want? Like, Maybe you have young kids and the building of the giant corporation isn't until they're a little bit older, you know, or they'll, they left the house or, or maybe you don't have kids yet. Now it's a building so that you, you can have this lifestyle later. Like you got to get clarity and make sure that when you've got those juxtaposed goals, you're reconciling them somehow. Otherwise you're going to go insane, right? It's totally, and then people get mad at, at the, that manifestation in the secret because it doesn't work. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like the universe doesn't know which voice of yours to listen to right now. Like, let's be clear. Like, but when you have that comprehensive package, it, you know, there's a concept of pronoia where the universe really does conspire on your behalf when you have that level of clarity. So it is worth it. It's kind of like writing a business plan for your business, right? It's not fun. It's not sexy, but getting that level of clarity around it is super, super important. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, so I love everything that you're talking about and you get to do that internally and in privately, Justin, I do coffee hour every morning. Sometimes it's an hour, sometimes it's three hours where we're discussing the family. We're discussing our relationship. We're discussing the businesses. We're talking about strategy. Like we have a lot of intersections, um, between us and, and that's a commitment that we've made to make sure that we don't grow apart or we don't drag things apart. Um, but it's a commitment every single morning that we choose to engage in. Now you may not be in that situation with a spouse or with a partner, but do that internally, like have your own board meeting inside and be like, okay, who wants what, what's going on today? You know, cause you've got all these different voices internally also. Um, so I love everything that Pradeep is talking about. You're, you're, you're awesome. You, um, 
you make me smile. I appreciate it. I don't know that if your goal today was to make me laugh, but you did. <laughs> and so, so you get extra credit for that. Um, and I just appreciate everything that you stand for and what you're presenting to the world. So if he resonates with you folks, check his stuff out. Um, you know, get, get in touch with him, follow him, do, do all that fun stuff that you can do. Just, you know, drift off of him, rub up against him, rub elbows, do something because, because he's walking a pretty solid path. And I know a lot of folks could, could stand to walk beside you on that. So thank you for modeling that. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you, Tonya. Beautiful. Let's remind folks one more time where they can go to learn more about you. Yep. The easiest place to go to is themaleentrepreneur.com. Beautiful. All right, folks. Well, Pradeep, again, thank you so much. And thank you for being who you are in the world. And to all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. Thank you so much for listening. Um, And until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers and change the world. Take care, everyone. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.